Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're doing our uh, end of the year show, I guess, reviewing kind of our favorite things we played, our favorite new games from this year, and doing a little bit look forward into 2020 and games we're excited about, and and also hearing uh, quite a lot from all of you. Oh yeah, there's a lot of listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys really uh, shelled out for it, which is sweet. I'm excited to interact with them. But uh, before we actually dived in, I did want to do uh, two, I guess, quick housekeeping things. One being, again, thank you so much for supporting us, for listening to our show, for telling your friends about it, for reviewing us, all of that stuff. I mean, it's it's crazy to be sitting here now and uh, have a second annual show we've done. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> we've been around long enough that we're doing it again. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's You guys are great. And then uh, secondly, uh, we normally do our Twitter and Patreon stuff at the end, but I did figure there might be some newer listeners around who maybe don't know these things, so I figured just throw it up front as well uh, for this show, which first of all is we have a Twitter account. Um, it's at StoryEverPod. We're pretty active on there uh, in just general communication, but also like how we got this feedback or you know when we ask questions about other games that we cover. That pretty much all comes from Twitter. So if you want to have your voice in on this podcast and responding to questions, go to our Twitter. I post questions on there quite a bit. Um, if for some reason uh, you're not a Twitter person or don't want to do that, we do have an email or other ways you could send stuff in. But Twitter is definitely our main hotspot. So that's one thing. And then uh, secondly, if you would like to financially support the podcast, we'd super appreciate that. Uh, that really goes into covering things like our hosting uh, to be able to have the podcast on, uh, I don't know, iTunes and all the other places it's on. Uh, so we do pay for hosting and also, you know, obviously the games we play and stuff like that. So <laughs> any money you'd want to contribute that could help uh, uh, affect that, that would be really cool. It'd really help us out. Um, again, if you don't, that's not a, uh, if you can't do that or don't want to right now, that's not a big deal. Uh, we're still you know, going to do the podcast either way, but, yep. uh, you know, uh, if we were less in the hole for it, that would be cool. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and, and also if you do, d do decide to become a Patreon supporter, um, if you give, uh, the minimum, I think on there is a dollar a month. If you do that, then there is a bonus episode that's topical that, um, is only on Patreon. So like, Earlier this month, we talked about our favorite Pokemon or before we talked about our favorite childhood games or, you know, that kind of stuff. So you're not missing out on any um, specific game content, but kind of fun bonus stuff uh, if you do want uh, that. So, yeah, I guess that's all of our housekeeping, though. So uh, with that, we'll get into uh, our favorites. So our first topic is we each uh, wrote down our three favorite games that we played for the first time this year. So uh, I guess with that, I, I don't know if you're like us, but we don't always have time to play all brand new games as they come out immediately. There's, you know, old games that we got around to, all that stuff. So that's kind of what this can cover is old games or new games, just something you played for the first time in 2019, whether it was released, you know, in 2019 or it came out in, you know, the year 2000 or something. <laughs> all, all, all things are available here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so do you, do you want to do like three to one or do you want to start with our numero uno? Uh, yeah, let's go three to one. That cool. sounds good. Cool. Yeah, I'll go first. My third favorite game I played this year was Pokemon Sword. 
So I guess I picked this one. I mean, this it was kind of difficult um, because we, we played a fair amount of games this year. Um, but I, you know, I've followed the Pokemon series since Red and Blue came out. Um, so it was really cool getting to play Pokemon on like a, technically on a console on the Switch. So it was sweet. And then they added like the wild area, which is basically like an open world place where Pokemon pop up and you can catch them. Um, you see them like in real time on the map and then you can catch them. And uh, so it's kind of a mixture of Pokemon Go with Pokemon. So, yeah, so this game was just a lot of fun and it was really cool getting to play on the console, on the TV. It felt like a, I don't know, platform game it was really cool. So this is my third favorite game of the year. Nice. That, no, yeah. that's that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. uh, Have you played more of your time on the TV or more like uh, just on your Switch in your hand? Um, probably pretty split. I would play. Nice. Yes, yeah, so I I think I'd prefer to play on the TV because it's it's just really fun to do that. But then I think if I was like in bed, obviously I'd, I'd play handheld because I don't have a TV. I don't have a TV in my room, so um, I would sometimes play in bed or like on the couch because our TV's in the basement. Right. Yeah. So it's probably that's 50, cool, 50, that... 60, 40. Nice. No, that's a good split. That's cool because that does give you the console feel. But then if you want the like you know old Game Boy or uh, whatever feel, then cool. Just lay on your couch and play that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just veg out. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So my number three, uh, I'm actually going to skip. I'm going to do my two uh, for reasons you'll realize in a minute. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll go with my number two, which is Night in the Woods. So uh, this was a game that I really liked. Uh the soundtrack was actually my most listened to thing on Spotify. Like when Spotify did the oh, year, wow. in view, year in review, yeah, the year in review, Night in the Woods soundtrack was first place. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like listening to that all the time. I got super into the soundtrack. I enjoyed the game quite a lot when we reviewed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I don't know, really struck good chords. I thought like Possum Springs was a cool area. I thought the characters were cool that whole like uh not coming of age because it's a little older but like i guess the end of coming of age you know like early college may going back to her hometown and feeling like a failure and all that like it i don't know that really fit like a cool spot and this was a game of maybe most games i read that was similar to life is strange or if you like life is strange you would like this and mm-hmm. uh i felt like it did really live up to that um you know other games uh, might get thrown in that genre but aren't as good or different things like that but this one i was like yeah i really like this and uh was really satisfied with it mm-hmm. so how did you decide to put this at number two as opposed to number three i don't know if you can answer that right now but maybe you can i don't know what would set it apart from three i i like for me i guess when i made the list the one my one is clearly my one um (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, i don't know it's i I guess maybe i I guess if um i don't know this for sure because i haven't had to write one out recently but if i was making my like top tens game list both of my two and my three would both be on that list Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing two would stay on longer than three if I keep playing games that move into the top ten. Gotcha. 
that makes that, sense. That'd be my guess. Okay. That'd be my guess. Uh, it, yeah, I, I guess too. I think that just anything that has a soundtrack, I think it said I listened to it for like 30 hours or something oh, like man, that over that's the course crazy. of the year. And, and, and we played the game in July, so that's 30 hours over like the yeah. <laughs> back half of the year. Like five, five months. <laughs> but Right, but that was like a go-to for a while at work where it's just like, all right, I'm going to just like get in the zone and listen to this. That's sweet. So it sounds like the soundtrack was a huge uh, selling factor for you. And it, it was really good. I, re- I remember it being awesome. Yeah, that that was definitely a big factor. And I, I liked most of the story. Like, I, I feel like overall, pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know how it felt and all those things. I was, yeah, I was pretty drawn to it. Yeah, it's a that's a it was a really fun game to play. Um, yeah. Cool. So, uh, I'll do my number two, and this is also yep. Dan's number three. So, Detroit yes. Become Human. We both put that on our list. Um, I guess I can, I can speak to it a little bit, and then you can chime in too if you want. Um, sure. But this was because we we played this over the course of I don't know. Two months, three months, maybe two months. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but it was kind of a while. Yeah, it. But I remember every time we'd play it, I feel like there's a cliffhanger, and just getting to see like at the end of each, I don't know, we call it chapter, or small mission, something. It would lay out all the branching potential story paths based on the decisions you made, and it was fucking crazy. So I think that was one thing. Just. I feel like the replayability is really high because there's so many different things you could do. It, I, I think the graphics were really good too. And just the idea, I, I don't know, like androids and humans at some point might be a reality in you know, the world we live in. So it was kind of fun to think about, man, what would I do in these situations? How would I treat androids? Like I assume I'd be friendly to them, but I don't know. Like, so I just think the story and totally. the insane amount of branching, I don't know, possibilities just really really sold it for me that's why it's my number two yeah yeah totally i i agree i was super enamored with the branching paths just like you know we've came up you know with this podcast or even like our interest in this sort of section of games you know that came from like telltale to moving out a little further to life is strange but then you know we played detroit become human we're like okay that this is like (laughs) those choices on crack like it's yeah. so much more and uh you know you'd, you'd get this giant graph or whatever like you said at the end of each one we're like wow this could have gone so many ways i wonder <laughs> yeah. what they are like uh which is so cool like what a what a cool thing um i i i remember being super floored by that mm-hmm. yeah I, I yeah it was just a lot of fun too it was there were some difficult points so um i remember i think we've failed a couple things um right but overall i think it was really fun <laughs> yeah i i do too i i think too with that uh thing this game did really well was it had three playable characters but you actually liked all of them mm-hmm. there wasn't like a you know it would be better if there was only two playable characters and this one went away or something like that instead they were all fun they all had their own roles that were enjoyable and even their own styles that we played with each of them because we're like oh let's play this character this way or that one this way and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing which was cool yeah yeah it was really cool and then just seeing how all at the end all the three characters stories connected it was really well done yeah totally agree i think the last thing that i really liked 
about this game was that it was one that we actually played together, like sitting next to each other, mm-hmm. which I think it was the only one we played that way this year. Um, I think um, you're right. Because the year before we did it with Life is Strange and Before the Storm. But I think that was it. This year, though, I think it was only Detroit. So that was mm-hmm. pretty cool because that really took it back to like what it was like at the beginning of this podcast or <laughs> before the podcast ever was. And we you know, first played uh, Walking Dead and stuff like that. So that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I really liked that as a, uh, I don't know, shared experience as people or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Hopefully we get some more chances to do something like that again this year. 2020 yeah i agree Mm -hmm. i hope that there are some games that we could do that way again because that was pretty fun and i think is just you know adds to detroit become humans uh i don't know spot into how i feel about it Mm -hmm. cool so i uh i guess that was uh your two and my three Mm -hmm. so i say let's go back to you for your number one cool yeah that's fair um so my number one is outer worlds I'm actually still playing it, so I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm pretty close. But I, I guess, I mean, I've, I've, I guess I have a lot to say about this game. Um, it's made by Obsidian, who made, uh, I think they made Fallout New Vegas, and then maybe... I, I Which is the best Fallout, right? In Yeah, in my opinion, and I, I, I think in most people's opinions, um, I'm willing to be corrected there, but I think, yeah, uh, it, it's the best Fallout game, in my opinion. And this game is okay. really cool. It's not as open world as Fallout. There's like different planets you can go to, which are pretty big and pretty open. Um, but there's not one gigantic map, which I think actually works pretty well in this game. And one thing is really, it's just really funny too. There's a lot of comedy in the game because there's like corporations that basically own everything and they just don't give a shit about the workers. So there's just a lot of really funny dialogue and like you you know there's like things you can read for like lore and there's just it's it's really funny and the 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 gameplay is a lot of fun um you can play with like companions there's a bunch of side quests the graphics are good the story is really fun really really well done um all around like i i I just there's almost nothing wrong with it um i've had a couple times where it glitched out but that's literally maybe my only qualm is Sometimes it's the frame rate skips, but it's a, sure. it, and I think it's one of the best games I've played. Probably, it for sure be my that, on my top top ten list of all time. Maybe top. That's six. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's really cool. I and there's like a pretty cool party members too, right? Like you meet mm-hmm. people along the way and do do side quests with them, so you meet a lot of cool people. Yeah, you can. I think there's six six companions you can get and yeah they're all they're all really unique and they all have pretty extensive companion side quests you can do which unlock like um special uh moves for them to use in combat and i guess makes you closer to them and you just get to learn about their back background too yeah this is definitely one of those games where like i go and i read every thing on every terminal every little thing i can look at i read everything it's yeah there's a lot of stuff to to read about and figure out like what what's happened in the game so far. That's super cool. Is it um similar to Mass Effect then in that regard where it's like you have like two party members with you but you could get more and then like yeah. you kind of choose who goes on missions with you? 
Yeah, exactly. And, and your main main base is like a, a big spaceship too. So it's oh it's, cool. It's so pretty it, similar I mean, actually. But it I'm seems not like better. it's like the right. No, yeah, I could I could see that. Okay, so it's like the uh, 2019 Mass Effect in some senses. Yeah, of, but it's it's definitely funny how, how some of it's how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how some of it's structured. That's tight. That's really cool. I I uh I really want to play this game as well. Actually, I was hoping I'd get it for Christmas, but I didn't. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> once I finish uh some of my backlog, I think I'm gonna pick this up. It it's it seems great both from you and from the internet, and everyone just seems to really like it. So, mm-hmm. uh, this really feels like a game that probably should get covered on the podcast this year at some point or yeah. in 2020. I'll be ready to do it. Uh, I'm yeah, almost done with it. Yeah, it seems pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. How, how many? How long have you put into it so far? Uh, yeah, a day. Okay, nice. I, yeah, maybe give or take a uh, couple hours. I forget. I, awesome. I actually looked at that that stat a couple days ago, but I don't. It was it was around a day. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I I feel like if a game. Like, like you said, you want to look at all the lore, but then you, you know, just able to stack up hours and you're like, nah, it's great. I want to keep going. Like that, that's a, a well done, like world and, you know, everything. A part mm-hmm. of it. So that's really cool. Another appealing factor for this game for me is that, uh, Ashley Birch, who we know and love as Chloe, uh, <laughs> is Pavardi's voice. Yeah. She's um, my favorite side character. Yeah, it seems like she's a favorited side character from what I've seen on like online and people talking. So that's pretty cool. Like, um, again, you know, it, there's heaps of reasons to go, but you know, that's another one. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's super cool. Uh, my number one um, is Horizon Zero Dawn, which you <laughs> <Big> may <surprise. laughs> expect. Uh, yeah, big surprise. Uh, Last year on our show, I had started playing Horizon Zero Dawn, but I wasn't done. And I was like, I have a feeling this is going to be in my top three next year. And uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I was um, the the bit that I'd played last year because uh, I finished it this year, so that's why I didn't count it for last year. But um, the bit that I played, I'd liked. But then you know, now this is the game I've spent the most time on ever. Uh, I think I ended up. This is a big range, so I'm thinking it's the higher one. Either 45 or 65 hours. I'm thinking it's 65, though. Uh, yeah, probably. It's been on the game. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I did everything. This is the only game I've ever sought out platinuming. Like, I went and found every piece of lore. Like, yeah. they've got, like, little video video things. I, like, went and found them all. Like, I found all the treasures. Like, I, I did everything. Like, because um, I was just so into it. Um, so I guess for those that don't know about Horizon Zero Dawn, what it is, is it is set in a, I guess, post-apocalyptic kind of future where there's like robot animals and (laughs) people are more like caveman style. So Aloy, she's your main character, who's also voiced by Ashley Birch, um, (laughs) and, (laughs) uh, you know, have, have a bow and arrow and like shoot mechanical animals and harvest parts from them and like, uh... You know, there's a big world in it, um, and I don't know, lots of stuff. I also recorded an episode on it in itself. Um, I think I did it in January, so uh, if you do want to listen to it, it is uh, in our backlog of episodes. But I loved it. It was really fantastic. Um, I might even go so 
far as to say this is my favorite game I've ever played. Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I really, really, really was enthralled with this game, and uh, yeah, thought it was wonderful. So I highly recommend it to anyone who is looking for a game. It's it's open world as well, so you do have a, a pretty big map to explore, and uh, I don't know, lots of side... I did all... In Platinuming It, I did all the side quests. So it was like, you know, there, there's a lot to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. And can keep you busy for a long time. Or if you're one of the people who, like, don't want to do side quests, I think you can do the whole main mission in, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 hours, something like that, if you just ignore the side quest stuff. That's not um, terrible. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, doable. yeah. It, yeah, not bad. Like, I think it's pretty reasonable if you're not wanting to do more. You can do the story and enjoy it that way and stuff like that. So, yeah, pretty That's awesome. Yeah, quality. and this... Sorry. Uh, this was, like, the first game that kind of... That you played that was, like, a RPG open-world game, right? Yes. Yeah, unless Vampire counts. Uh, eh, sort of. I don't know. Yeah. This is definitely more, if there's a spectrum, this is way farther towards the actual RPG open world game. It's like a 10 yeah. out of 10, right? And Vampire's maybe like a f- seven, 6 out of 10? In terms of how RPG it is? Yeah, our open world uh, RPG. Yeah. Maybe 7 out of 10. R- yeah. Right, yeah, because Vampire was pretty confined to like the, what, four burrows or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, this is way fucking bigger. <laughs> Big yeah. enough that you need a fast travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. So this is kind of what opened you to the world of <laughs> RPG open world games that I've been playing forever. I'm, I'm glad you've joined joined us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, uh, I would love to play more RPGs and... Um, I don't know because they're so big and you know obviously this one I could spend 60 hours on or whatever like I assume many others would be similar um if not more and so I'm like I I would like to play more and maybe later in the year we'll have to make time for a RPG that uh you really like or we both would like or you know whatever um and make it happen but yeah it is it is a little daunting with an RPG because you're like how am I going to finish this in time to record an episode? Like, yeah. <laughs> say, yeah, okay, in uh, June, in June, we'll have blank done. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what the solution is there, but I definitely would love to uh, play more RPGs. Like, I, I think that this showed me, okay, if it, I think there's stuff that I would really want and like, and get sucked into the world and enjoy reading all the lore and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's one of the best parts about RPGs is, finding out everything you can about whatever the story is and the background and it's yeah a lot of fun no yeah i think that that's like the uh uh appeal right of an rpg or something like that and really appeals to a certain that that definitely appeals to like a part of me like i'm a i'm a guy who like likes movies okay but i prefer tv shows because i want more but then in the last couple of years, I've gotten into reading and I prefer books over either because you could just keep going on and on. Like, tell me fucking everything. <laughs> and that's what that's what the RPG really seems to do is, hey, hmm. we've got everything you could ever want to know here. Come learn all of it. And it's like, I've just seen that. Like, you know, a short, small game is good and has like, or, or a, a movie. Like, it's not like movies are 
bad inherently or something like that but it's like i just want more like if if there's something that's going to be a movie if you could make it like an eight episode hbo miniseries i'd probably rather watch that because like just give it all to me yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so i i think that's a big appeal for an rpg to me (laughs) yeah is uh let's do it like if it if it's good tell me everything like uh moving on to some listener feedback first up we've got callum who uh for games that he played this year that were his favorite said uh the walking dead the final season horizon zero dawn beyond two souls detroit become human the last of us and ctr nitro fueled so that's uh quite a lot of good games to play for the first time this year and our uh many that we've played on the show and enjoy mm-hmm. yeah that, that's a really good list um yeah i think i think the only one that or like not the only one but we haven't played beyond two souls but that seems like one that's mm-hmm. destined to be on the show at some point like yeah that seems right up our alley <laughs> definitely definitely um let's see next we got hound dad on twitter uh says uh doki doki literature club Eliza inside Crypt of the Necrodancer or is that supposed to be Necromancer? I don't know. Probably Necrodancer and then Hollow Knight. Maybe. So nice. a lot of those I have not heard of, which is cool. I know uh Inside is by uh the people who made uh the game called Limbo that Kevin and I played on the podcast earlier in the year and uh was pretty fun. It was like uh a uh, like platformer except instead like of uh you're like trying to jump over like chainsaws and if you fall on them you die and like, <laughs> so it, it's it's almost like a uh trial instead of trial by failure it was like a trial by death game like you just die hundreds of times playing oh god um but yeah yeah it is it was fun and like looks cool but inside i guess is their next game and is supposedly better so nice yeah, I've heard Doki Doki Literature Club is cool too. I guess it's more of a visual novel, but it sounds pretty cool as a like a story that gets told. Oh, cool! That sounds sweet. Yeah. Uh, next up is Nikki on Twitter. So uh, she says, "Horizon Zero Dawn, What Remains of Edith Finch, Oxenfree, Sea of Solitude, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Assassin's Creed's Odyssey, uh, Spider Man." Bioshock, Abzu, and Life is Strange too. Wow, there's a lot of good games in there. I played uh, yeah Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That was that's one of my favorite games of all time. I think it was my number one last year. I, I was gonna say that's what I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure you played a ton of that last year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. A lot of good games on there, and, and games that I'd like to play. Um, for sure, too. Like, I've probably played half of them, but uh, I'd like to play Abzu and Spider-Man sometime. Uh, those look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Edith Finch was really good. I enjoyed that a lot last year. And Oxen Free, our first episode, so yeah. that was good. That, yeah, that's awesome. And we got Bioshock, too, yeah. Um, yeah, Bioshock, yeah, also good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next up is Chris on Twitter. Uh says, Jedi Fallen Order. That's... Um, I got that for Christmas, so I'm actually really excited to play that. I have not started yet, but I'm going to soon. Once I beat Outer Worlds, I think is the, the plan. That's a that's a good plan. 
I uh, I likewise got Jedi Fallen Order for Christmas. I've started, but I'm like an hour in. So I've basically just done like tutorial stuff. So I'm pretty early, but I like it. Sorry. Can you hear that? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> My fucking cat. I, I just, thought it was. <laughs> you're scratching on the door. <laughs> trying to bust into the room. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's me. Yeah. Uh, coconut. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Coconut on Twitter uh, says, The Last of Us. Uh, played the remastered version on PS4. Absolutely fell in love on it, with it. Now I'm prepared for Last of Us 2. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great, yeah, great first game. Loved playing that last year. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for part two also. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got Daniel on Twitter. Uh, says, I was just looking at my screenshots I took on my PS4 for 2019 a few days ago. Um, so he lists Hellblade, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, Infamous Second Son, and then there's about 10 other really great ones. I guess I'll go with Nair, so Nair Automata, and then everybody's gone to the Rapture. So Hellblade's really, it's a really crazy game. I played, I watched my friend, or our friend Lewis play that like uh, three years ago, and it was, it's crazy. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Like, that sounds like a game that we should actually play too. It sounds really great. Yeah, it's it's really trippy and kind of kind of crazy. It's a great story. Yeah. That's awesome. Nier sounds really great too. I'm uh, super intrigued by that game. I played maybe like... 10 minutes of it to see if it would be a kind of game I'd like. Mm-hmm. And I think it is. I, I, it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I, I almost bought it, but then decided not to because I have other things to play. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what I would do to uh, be like a senior in high school or, I don't know, in college <laughs> or something like that to be able to play all the games I'd want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no responsibilities. To have that time. And, no, right. Then all of these games on people's list would probably be ones we've already had episodes on kind of thing. <laughs> It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got Pogo on Twitter who said, probably what remains of Edith Finch. Um, yeah, Edith Finch is great. Yeah. Um, Christopher on Twitter says, Oxenfree, uh, Doki, Doki Literature Club, uh, After Party, and Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, those good list. Good games. Uh, yeah, I had fun with After Party mm-hmm. and Dachshund. Me too. Both good, good stuff. Uh, next up is Anders on Twitter said Final Fantasy seven VII and nine, The Last Guardian, Kingdom of Hearts three, Horizon Zero Dawn, Near uh, Automata, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain, Link's Awakening for Switch, Luigi's Mansion three, Night in the Woods, Oxenfree, Celeste, Nino Kuni. Pokemon Shield and The Witcher Three, so that's uh, quite a list of good games to have played. Yeah, that's that's real diverse, which is really cool. It's nice to see uh, someone who plays lots of different kinds of games. Yeah, and and uh, getting like uh, uh, Nintendo and PlayStation exclusives on there, so they've got the dual consoles. It seems. Yeah. Um, where are we? All right, cool. Sorry, it's a real long list. <laughs> um, I think it, we're on uh, Luna, Luna. Yeah, uh, Luna on Twitter uh, says, "What remains of Edith Finch? Dishonored, 
uh, Secret of Mana from 2018, Tales of Vesperia, Infamous Second Son, Concrete Genie, Final Fantasy uh, VIII Remastered. Um, so again, we, Dishonored, Dishonored's really fun, but it seems like we got What Remains of Edith Finch on a lot of people's lists, which is cool. And Horizon, or yeah, or Infamous too. we've seen that again. Yeah, yeah, the Infamous series sounds uh, pretty cool. Seems like that might be something that would be up our alley as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've played uh, the three of them. They're really fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, Tom on Twitter said Horizon Zero Dawn, so uh, another one of those coming up. It's great. Nice. Uh, Dakota on Twitter says Witcher 3, Breath of the Wild, Skyrim, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Final Fantasy 9, I think. Yeah, 9. So a lot of cool open mm-hmm. world games. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Dakota and you probably like a lot of the same games. <laughs> yeah, probably. With, with that list. Uh, DC on Twitter said Resident Evil 2, uh, Death Stranding, Greece, um, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Baston, Inside, Ori and the Blind Forest, and Hollow Knight. Nice. That's a good list. I've heard... Yeah, I've heard Greece is really cool. I think that's like a, um, maybe like an indie platformer, but it sounds like it's a really good game. I've seen people talk pretty highly about that. It's like one of the better indie recent recent indie games. Cool. I might might have to Google that later. Check it out. Yeah. Um, next up, we got official on Twitter. Um, it says Life is Strange, the the first one, which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, that's great discovering that this year for you. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got Nick on Twitter said, I thought Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales was amazing. I liked it so much I bought it twice. <laughs> uh, which I'm not familiar with that game actually, but uh, to buy it twice, that's that's a big praise. <laughs> yeah, uh, for real. I, I, don't, I, I don't typically buy a game twice, but uh, if I loved it that much, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got Let's Play on Twitter. Uh, says Celeste is my favorite by far. I enjoy the new Pokemon game, but not as much. I've also started um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle and GTA Five. Pokemon good, GTA Five really fun too. That's crazy. You're just not starting GTA Five. That's really cool. That speaks to the um, popularity of that game. Still popular even though it's been out like six years. Just crazy. No, yeah, I I, I actually bought GTA Five like sometime in the last year and i still haven't played it but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm i'm excited to play it but i'm i'm gonna be even later i feel like once i play it i'm gonna be like this is great mm-hmm. um so yeah that's pretty awesome uh nerd mom on twitter said uh death stranding and uh jedi fallen order so another death stranding in there and more jedi fallen order which is cool oh yeah um next up we got Super fucks on Twitter uh, says night in the woods. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> last up, uh, we've got Tamara on Twitter said Resident Evil Seven, Life is Strange, and Firewatch. So another person uh, discovering Life is Strange uh, long after release. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, it's awesome, and really, I feel like you're probably a decent chunk of our, or like listener base. Like if you like life is strange, you probably, uh, found your way here. So that's cool. More people finding it late. Mm-hmm. Le- like both of us, we both found it long after release too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, 
Well, especially me. I mean, I, I don't think I would have played it if we hadn't done this podcast. So grateful for that. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Okay. Uh, moving on to category two, which is, um, I guess technically our game of the year. This would be just our favorite game that we played in 2019 uh, that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I guess you can go first. Cool. I, Outer Worlds. <laughs> I guess it's kind of <laughs> yeah. che- double dipping. But yeah, this I, I think this is, again, like I said, one of my favorite games of all time. So definitely the best game I've played this year that came out this year. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no surprise being your number one. Uh, in, in the one before this, then, yeah. of, of course, again. Yeah. So, Outer Worlds, awesome, very cool. Uh, mine is actually also kind of cheating because I think this was my favorite game last year, also, um, which is The Walking Dead: The Final Season. Um, we got our second two episodes for that this year. Uh, also, when I was thinking about this, I didn't really play very many new games this year, so I kind of, I think I dropped the ball a little bit in 2019. Like, I've got some games I'm gonna buy at the end of the year, but. Like, if I would have got Outer Worlds, I wonder if that would have been mine, too, or if I would have got Jedi Fallen Order sooner or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, but I chose Walking Dead Final Season. Um, as uh, listeners may know, we know and love the uh, Walking Dead series from Telltale. Um, and then also this one being just so dramatic, getting these last two episodes when Telltale closes down, and we're like, fuck, the game's over, and then Skybound <laughs> swoops in and takes it over and finishes the game for us and gives us two really great episodes to wrap up the first two that were really good. Like I, I, I thought that game was super fantastic was, and it's one of my favorites mm-hmm. in general. Um, so yeah, a really good way to close out the, that storyline. Definitely. Uh, they, mm-hmm. yeah, they closed it out well. Um, and, uh, yeah, awesome game. Uh, Next year, Walking Dead, the final season, will not be on my favorite list for 2019, but it did kind of win in 2018 and 19. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> next year, I'm going to try to do a better. Yeah, next year, I'm going to try to do a better job of playing games that come out that year in the year, because uh, I would like to have a little more debate. Because I was thinking, I think the only other two brand new games I played were After Party and Life is Strange 2. Um, Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot to choose from because of what I'd actually played. So I think I want to have that this be a little more competitive next year. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. Uh, so listener feedback for people's favorite game in 2019. Uh, first up, we got Alyssa who says Outer Worlds. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dakota on Twitter says Outer Worlds or Greedfall. I think I've heard of Greedfall. I think it's like a... Mm, kind of like a pirate RPG, but no, I forget. It's it's an RPG. It looks pretty cool. Okay. Well, and uh, I, I'm guessing it's open world since Dakota and you matched yeah. up earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely open world. That's what's up. Uh, next up, we've got Tom on Twitter who says, A Plague Tale Innocence? Easily. Maybe Outer Worlds a second, <laughs> but that one didn't get didn't so much blow me away as I was really looking forward to it. So... I, I guess a uh, two-parter. One, Outer Worlds was close, but maybe the hype level was so high it was hard to meet. Um, mm-hmm. But then the other side, Plague Tale Innocence, that looks awesome. That's a game I very much so want to play uh, as well. That and Outer Worlds are kind of my two games I want to buy next. Um, cause oh, nice. 
outer uh, Plague Tale looks awesome. Like that that looks uh, very much so like a game we would like. Mhm. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for it. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, next up, we got DC on Twitter. It says Sekiro Shadows Died Twice. I have this game, and it's really hard, so I stopped playing it. <laughs> but it's it's a really good game, objectively. Yeah, it sounds really great, but yeah, like you said, it does seem very tough. And from the yeah. Dark Dark Souls people, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. It's in my opinion their hardest game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, next up, we've got Chris on Twitter who said Resident Evil 2. Um, and Art Fox on Twitter also says Resident Evil 2, uh, the remake, because it was a better reboot for the series than uh, 7's I Want to Be Texas Chainsaw, but not scary attitude. I haven't, I haven't played them, but I've heard this uh, Resident Evil 2 remake was actually really good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also Stuart on Twitter says Resident Evil 2 remake. It was glorious. And yeah, mm. s- same. I haven't played uh, any Resident Evil game, but it. I hear that this is uh, like picture perfect of how you want a remake to be. Like it, you know, they took a game that was old. They remade it. Like, I think the story is the same, but I think obviously, you know, going from, I don't know, two consoles ago, <laughs> two gens ago, or something mm-hmm. like that, to mm-hmm. this. Like, it's obviously drastically improved. It looks really great, like, all that stuff. Um, our, our our friend Kevin uh, has been playing Resident Evil 2, the remake, recently. He was telling me about it, and he's really, really enjoying it as well. So it, it seems to be a, sweet. a pretty strong game in general and a great remake, and that it was up for Game of the Year anyway. Like, just that a remake could do that, like... I've mm-hmm. I feel like this has me have a lot of hope for I don't know anything that's PS one maybe even PS two and before that if you want to remake something these guys have said hey this is how you should do it and like I don't know there could be plenty of good stories that get brought back to us now because of this so that's that's pretty cool yeah that's awesome um, next up we got Daniel on Twitter uh, says control but I haven't tried Outer Worlds or Days Gone yet so another potential Outer Worlds. Right. If he'd played it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh and then Sam on Twitter also says control. Uh control looks pretty cool. I I've like um it seems to have that good like sci fi feel. It, it looks cool. I did hear it's kind of uh bizarre too though, so I I don't know if mm. I'm not sure if this would fit a game I would like or not. It I feel on the fence about it. Like maybe I'd like it, but maybe I really wouldn't. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I've really heard anything about it. Um, but I might, I might again, Google that and check it out. Yeah, totally. Um, let's see. Uh, Hubert on Twitter says, I think I'm going to dig Outer Worlds whenever I get a hold of it, but probably Control. So another Control, but maybe Outer Worlds opinion. Yeah. Uh, Outer Wilds also, which is confusing. Oh, Outer Wilds. Oh. Oh, so, oh yeah. That is a game. Yeah. Which is uh, confusing and evil that I two games that sound very similar came out um, <laughs> mm-hmm. around the same time yeah 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 uh, <laughs> uh next up we've got jonathan on twitter who said uh days gone or link's awakening i guess link's awakening also another kind of remake um just updated for the mm-hmm. switch which is cool and yeah really updated <laughs> yeah 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 right and then uh and days gone looks pretty cool i i have that i haven't started playing it yet but I'm uh, definitely interested in uh, 
uh, riding a motorcycle and killing zombies like that that seems pretty fun mm-hmm. up up your alley for sure <laughs> definitely um let's see christopher on twitter says by the amount of hours spent on it i'm gonna say fallout 76 just surprising not a lot of people enjoyed that game um so that's cool yeah totally uh or... go ahead yeah, one of the diehards who've stuck with it. It seems like some people are all in still, but a lot of people didn't seem to really like it. Mm-hmm. I think they're improving it slowly, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Jewel Jenix on Twitter, who says, Anno1800. I know not a game with a story, but I love it. It's one of the games that make you feel good about building your city slash empire. The art design is so nice, and the sound too. It's a game for fans of classic city building simulation so that sounds oh, cool. cool yeah that sounds cool yeah. i i've never heard of this actually but um i'm definitely down for a simulation style game like that's that's definitely a thing i like of just like cultivating and building something i, I think that's pretty fun Mm-hmm. oh yeah um let's see nikki on twitter says uh the rest of the episodes of life is strange 2 definitely is worth mentioning <clears throat> and for the fave of this year that would have to be Sea of Solitude, since that's actually the only game that came out this year that I played, and it's definitely uh, worth it to be called a favorite. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Sea of Solitude, sea of Solitude sounds pretty great. <laughs> um, Adam from Is it Games like a pirate and... game. I think it's um, a like. Uh, it seems like it's sort of like an indie game about like finding yourself, sort of deal. Oh, okay. It seems cool. Adam uh, from Games of Groceries has been really about uh, Sea of Solitude. And they actually did an episode on it. I haven't listened yet because I do want to play Sea of Solitude sometime. But it seems cool, and it seems like it's one of those good indie experiences that are like, I don't know, two to four hours or something like that. So um, oh, cool. definitely interested in checking it out sometime. So. Uh, next up, we've got Vivi on Twitter said, Life is Strange 2. Um so yeah totally uh Mm yeah enjoyed the game we've obviously talked quite a lot about it um but i I liked it i i I feel like overall it was pretty good and um i really like the things that like a lot of different things that happened in it and um if they make a life is strange 3 i'm interested to see what they'll kind of take as like the good from life is strange 2 and i don't know whatever's next Mm mm-hmm Definitely. Um, let's see. Coconut on Twitter uh, said Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm excited to play that again. That's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. Super stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan on Twitter said uh, Telling Lies or Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. Is, but... Untitled Goose Game sounds hilarious. It seems really great. You're basically like a goose that just bothers people. Um, <laughs> it seems really fun. Kevin uh, has played it, and he has really liked it. And I know the Good Game, Great Game boys really liked Untitled Goose Game too. It's just, it seems super silly. Uh, it's on Switch. Uh, it's I think it just came to PS4 actually, which is cool. But I think it first came out as only on like Switch and computer or whatever. But it looks really fun and silly, and that you basically just find ways to annoy everyone while you're playing as a goose. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah um last up is a on twitter uh says mk11 i'm actually not sure oh is that mario kart 
Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Huh. huh. Yeah. Nice. I've actually never played a Mortal Kombat game, I don't think. I played the old ones, like, way back when. Um, you know, with, I don't know, fucking, probably, like, Super Nintendo or even regular Nintendo or something. Like, like finish them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have played that. Okay, yeah. I feel like just the really old ones. I haven't played in fucking 15 years probably but uh i thought they were fun back then i did hear that they've really uh improved the mortal like the like that fighting games are a bit different than they used to be and they're like a little uh stronger so i i don't know i haven't played any but they sound like they're cool yeah, i know they're really brutal that's <laughs> the one thing i know about them yeah i i just know the phrases from back then fatality um yeah <laughs> finish him <laughs> that that's that's kind of my uh <laughs> biggest take Your from experience that. with it yeah, yeah. And, and, and and it'll stay there forever i like say i say those now just doing things so <laughs> yeah. uh, mortal mortal combat from back then is in my brain for sure mm-hmm. uh and uh i guess now we'll move on to our final question which is which game are you looking most forward to in 2020 and, uh, yeah, you can take it away. Cool. So this is really hard. Um, I ended up picking Cyberpunk 2077 because I, I think I've been hyped about this game for, I don't know, a, a couple of years since they announced it. And I loved It's the same company that made The Witcher, um, right. which are really good, really good games. So I'm super into this, and I really want to play this game. So I think this is, this is definitely the game I'm most excited about. I mean, there's some other runner-ups, but I don't want to steal yours. So, yeah. Um, sure i'll probably leave it there yeah <laughs> it sounds fantastic like it it seems mm-hmm. like it, it's gonna be really cool that you could uh and and also like bigger bigger than the witcher 3 which is already insanely large <laughs> and, like yeah, i don't know how they're gonna do that <laughs> yeah it, it seems very very cool i'm i'm definitely interested i'm like i don't think i'll play it maybe i will but like i'm very interested to see what happens maybe this will end up being the rpg we play um <laughs> i don't know yeah, well, uh, maybe yeah yeah who knows maybe maybe another one that you've already played but uh something mm-hmm. like that but it looks very cool and uh it seems like the gaming world is in for a treat so that's pretty great mm-hmm. and then uh mine is uh the same as last year actually which is the last of us <laughs> 2 uh which we almost got this year but then got delayed mm-hmm. um because it was set for like november or something but then got delayed to may oh wait mm-hmm. no maybe it was set for february and got delayed till may now that i'm thinking about it i don't know whatever it doesn't matter uh either way um obviously we we both love the first one it's probably mm-hmm. in both of our top five games ever oh, both definitely yeah, fantastic. Uh, the previews, the gameplay, everything that's happened with The Last of Us 2 looks wonderful. This looks very much so like one of the games that uh, I will know and love. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is on my favorite game for next year. Um, I'm so stoked for it. Also, I really love Naughty Dog. Uh, you know, I like The Last of Us, but then I like the Uncharted series quite a lot too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, super stoked uh, for this game um yeah hell yeah yeah me too this was definitely my second my number two runner-up yeah i i figured this would be your two the other one i thought might be on your list is uh the new animal crossing game Uh, yeah that's up there i 
I mean, I'm, I definitely want to play it, but I'm not as like pumped about it. Um, sure. I guess yeah, that's... it'd probably be top three, four, maybe. Yeah, I guess that's not one too where you're like they drop a trailer and you're extra stoked. Instead, it's like I just want to go back, you know, like that kind of feel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm, exactly. But, yeah. If Last of Us wasn't coming out this year, that might be one of my higher ones as well, actually. Um. Even though oh. I don't own a Switch, but I am uh, pretty <laughs> interested in Animal Crossing, and maybe uh, when it comes out, that will compel me to buy a Switch. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I really liked the fact that I really liked playing the uh, cell phone version of Animal Crossing. It's like, okay, if I like that, like, how much more am I going to like a real version? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably a lot more right right it can only be greater like it can't be worse like uh otherwise they totally fucked up (laughs) but yeah Mm -hmm. definitely definitely interested in that uh okay so jordan had to leave actually for the listener feedback section of this so in a uh weird happenstance uh i'll continue the rest of the episode without him (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah we'll strap in for the listener feedback first up we've got games and groceries uh on twitter writing in saying ghost of tsushima is their uh first game or game they're most excited about so this does look cool and i think this is going to be the last major ps4 release it sounds like for the ps4 uh before the 5 comes out so that's cool that that um I don't know, has to denote some hype in itself, I think. If that's the last major release for the 4, that's uh, definitely something. Next up, we've got DC on Twitter, who uh, says Elden Ring and Ghost of Tsushima. So another Ghost of Tsushima, that's cool. And then Elden Ring, I believe this is the game that George R.R. Martin from Game of Thrones, he worked on with, along with, uh, I think, the people that made Skyrim. So this sounds pretty cool. This sounds like uh, a game, or no, it might be the Dark Souls people, actually. I'm uh, not 100%. Uh, either one, I'm definitely interested in that. You know, if George R. R. Martin's involved in a video game uh, story or world creation, that sounds cool. Like, that, um, that sounds like something I would like. So, I, I think with that being the case... I'm interested. Um, if it's the Dark Souls, I would be worried that it would be too hard for me, to be honest. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see what that uh, divvies out to be. But, um, definitely intrigued. Next up, we've got uh, Blaze Knight on Twitter, who said Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, Chris on Twitter said Resident Evil 3 as well. So, both of them. Uh, so, Resident Evil, after the successful reboot of 2, they're now rebooting 3. Uh, I've seen people say that 3 is also a good Resident Evil game, so that's pretty cool. Uh, They're going through and doing this. That seems awesome. Jacob on Twitter said, you mean other than The Last of Us 2? Nikki on Twitter says, definitely and absolutely The Last of Us 2. Then the SpongeBob game Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. I also want to look into the Marvel Avengers game and Cyberpunk 2077 once they come out. Um, So... Uh, and then uh, official on Twitter says The Last of Us Two. Dave on Twitter says The Last of Us Two. Chris on Twitter says The Last of Us Two for sure. And Stuart on Twitter says The Last of Us Two. Uh, Resident Evil Three remake. Emily is away. Heart. Uh, Spelunky. 
2, Cyberpunk 2077, and Predator Hunting Grounds. And then uh, Snowman on Twitter says, Last of Us 2, Persona 5 Royale, and Resident Evil 3. So um, I guess big highlights from there. Last of Us 2 getting brought up quite a lot. Um, so, yep, totally there with you. So, so stoked for that. More Resident Evil 3 love, um, which is cool. It seems like Resident Evil uh, has really set things going in a cool way. Um, more cyberpunk, that's definitely cool. Uh, Emily is Away Heart, I'm intrigued uh, to see that. I played uh, some of Emily is Away, the first one, um, and I own Emily is Away and Emily is Away 2. I think those will be games that we will do on the podcast later on, so I imagine Emily is Away Heart will be on the way as well. But I do like those, um, and they're they're uh, pretty cool. Uh, Daniel on Twitter says, That's been announced. I'll say, tell me why. So this is the uh, new game from Don't Nod that's coming out. Um, I think it's an Xbox exclusive, but I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, trailer came out a little while ago. It looks cool. Um, yeah, I'd say check that out for sure. And then uh, lastly, on Let's Play, uh, Let's Play on Twitter, says Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition. It's my favorite game of all time, and I'm super excited it's getting an HD remaster on the Switch. That's incredible. That's great. Um, getting a remaster of your favorite game on a new console, super exciting. Uh, so that's very cool. And that will actually wrap up uh, our episode. Um However, if you are interested in getting some more end-of-the-year content, I highly recommend recommend checking out Good Game, Great Games, end of the year. Uh, it's uh, the GG's. I think it would be their last episode that's up right now. Very fun. Those guys have a good end-of-the-year wrap. And then Game Till 5 also did a uh, their top five games that they played this year, uh, which was also fantastic. And uh, Game Till 5 was also on our show to talk about The Vanishing of Ethan Carter with me. That was a lot of fun, but definitely check both of those podcasts out. If you need more end of the year stuff, that is a hundred percent where you should go. Uh, very good stuff, uh, there. So yeah, I guess wrapping up, um, go to our website, the greatest story ever There you've got access to all our, uh, episodes, um, and a couple bonus things, uh, I think there might be a way to email us on there. I'm not 100%. Our email, though, is thegreatestoryeverplayed at gmail.com, so you could email us that way. Uh, if you're a Twitter person, please follow us and uh, talk with us at storyeverpod. Love to engage there. Uh, also, our Patreon is at patreon.com slash thegreatestoryeverplayed. Um, you can check that out if you'd like to financially support the podcast. That'd be super cool. We'd really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, again, thank you so much for a great 2019. Super stoked for what 2020 is going to bring us. Um, and, yeah, see you next time.